You're going to find that many of the foods we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. You're listening to SWOTOR Reforged. SWOTOR Reforged is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability, starting at $19.95. Choose from four styles and six different colors. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty, all at TweakedAudio.com. And welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Star Wars Reforged. I am your host, Ivarwin. Today's record date is Monday, August 13th. And, as always, I am joined by the lore master himself, the man who knows everything about Star Wars and the universe therein, Louis Olan. Hello, Ivarwin. Thank Hello. you for that very kind intro. Oh, Hello, everyone in the chat room. Glad you're all here tonight. Got a lot for you. Hope, hopefully, it'll inspire you. <laughs> <laughs> and joining Lou and myself, as always, on every show is Fred Woodley. Except for that one show that I didn't. Right. Yeah. Which? Yeah. What show was <laughs> yeah. that anyway? There was one show you weren't on. <laughs> Yeah, when he went on vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And you and I told no, him that about that. No, Where the hell that wasn't it. <laughs> it. It was that other one when I had the Minecraft community event, and Ivar was like, let's do a podcast that night because Fred can't make it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that was actually a really good episode. That yeah, the like one a- that Lou didn't show up for twice? No, the one that you weren't here for. That was like... <laughs> That wasn't what you said. Let's go to the tape. Let's go, <laughs> go to the podcast tape. Wonderful CBS News. There you go. Uh, you probably noticed Lou couldn't make it tonight. Lou couldn't make it. I'm not here. What do you mean? The best part was when you said it again yeah. after he said that. I had no idea. No idea. It actually, it actually took the. Um, it actually took the chat room. Tommy, <laughs> I was like, "What the? Oh God!" That is the sign of a sleepy Varwin. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I was, I was and, down for the count. And no one really noticed the fact that I was just gonna let it ride, just to see how long he <laughs> would go. Just to see, yeah, yeah. I was, being, I was being the evil host, going, "No." So that that would have been Lou's final thought for the evening. He would have been like, "Yeah, it was Fred that wasn't here, not me." <laughs> and Varwin would have been like, "What? What?" By the way, I am really here, guys. <laughs> um, we have a special treat for you, and you know her from Diablo Off the Record, the one and only Mistress LeBeau. Hello. Yeah, Liz. Kind they of... forced me on here. Please help. We did. Well, after we unchained <laughs> you from uh, from Lou's uh, bed. Whoa. Oh, my. And uh, forced you on here as well. <laughs> Well, then it's my pleasure. Uh, what, what I like is the fact wow. is apparently um, Liz is the one smiling, and you don't hear anything from Lou. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I would like that. And Lou's like, Lou, Lou hung up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of here. He's out of here. He's gone. 
Yeah. <gasps> Fred, that's gone. So uh, uh, I'm surprised, though, that's the one you picked, though. Known for the Diablo podcast instead of known as the Skyrim slash Elder Scrolls chat room troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you talking about, troll? I'm, I'm troll. the mom chat room. Liz is, uh, Liz, Liz is our chat room cheerleader. Yeah. And you we... have your awards. I have mine. Okay. Cool. <laughs> potato, potato, huh? <laughs> um, Liz, you you have you have done something recently that uh, that pertains directly to to this to this show. Have you not? I did. I finally downloaded the trial for this. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. Very it's good. gonna suck when the trial's over, though, because I probably won't be able to afford it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they're gonna help you out with that pretty soon. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously the uh, the game is going free to play. Yes. So what what made you decide to to download the the free trial, the free to fifteen trial? Now. What made you well, I've it? been trying for a while. Uh, I've been asking you guys, and you keep saying, "Oh, I can't send you an invite." <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember. And um, uh, some people from that listened to the show were trying to send me invites. It took forever to figure out that something is wrong with their friend invite system. Uh, I wasn't getting any of the emails. Um, that took about an extra month or so. <laughs> but you guys talking about the free to play, and I was like, "Oh, in the in the very near future, I'll be able to play this." And then I get really excited, and I can't wait. <laughs> And so I just went ahead and downloaded the regular trial, and it took about two days to download, but uh, I'm finally in there. Well, that's and amazing. Awkwardly making my way through awkwardly. This this whole uh, WASD uh, control thing is freaking me out. I don't know. How to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, it takes a while to get used to the the WASD control scheme. However, you know it. it it, the, the more you work at it, obviously, the better you're going to get. How, how, how have you been doing with it? Uh, first of all, let me just say, like, this is your first MMO as well, is it not? Yes, and it. it I forgot <laughs> that other people were going to be in it, even though, I mean, I know, I listen to every single one of these episodes, so I know what's going to go on pretty much, but it still freaked me out. I was like, hey, these people are moving with purpose. What, why are they doing that? NPCs don't do, oh my god, other people are here and they can see me. <laughs> So I get instantly uh, shy, and I'm like, don't talk to me. I'll run away from people if they come close to me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I do. And I watch from behind trees if they're killing something because I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to jump in or not. <laughs> what uh, What made you decide to get this MMO versus any other MMO that's that's out there and, and has a, a robust free-to-play system going on. I mean, you could have just as easily as downloaded, you know, EverQuest 2 and joined Lou and I in that game, you know, uh, or, or World of Warcraft, um, which, you know, obviously that doesn't have a free-to-play system, but, I mean, is, is the largest MMO out there. I mean, you know, Rift, Aeon, DC Universe, DC Universe Online. Online. Yeah. Well, well, since Dave isn't here, I guess I should say it, because she probably wanted a good game to play. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> that one's for you, Dave. <laughs> Yay. I take it um, you don't like DC Universe, Fred? No, that was Dave talking. Okay. <laughs> and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around your uh, humor, Fred. <laughs> so, so, Liz, what, what, why why this MMO? Why now? 
Well, mostly because of you guys, but I don't want to give you guys a big ego, so I will say that I am a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's basically because I listen to the show and I'm like, I want to play that too. I want to be with one of the cool kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how have you been enjoying it? I have been enjoying it. I'm very surprised it runs on my system, to tell you the truth. Um, and I, I do like that. Like I said, I'm having a little bit of trouble with the controls and such. But other than that, I, I am digging it a lot. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, when do, I, when do I get to start playing again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's, well, that's the feeling you want. Go ahead, Lou. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just wondering, uh, Liz, so what, uh, what faction did you choose and what class did you start playing? I I'm I'm a lightsider and I went consular. Um, I don't really know why. I had I, I was choosing between that and I think it's the smuggler. Okay. Or is it some kind of rogue? I can't remember what they're called. Um, but I did that because I just saw healer in in the description and I went I want that. Okay, that's me. Yeah. And of course I model all of my characters that I ever make after Ariel the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I have done that since 1989, and um, but this time I was like, I don't want that tag, you know, naming her Ariel running around in this world. So I decided to name her after an X Men Jean Grey, and um, ah, very nice. Yes, and it actually looks like a, a an alien name, just all one word if you look at it like that. So yeah, then I feel special. So what 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 do you want out of this game? I mean, you're you're playing it up to 15. You're you're experiencing the the beginning part of the the consular story. Um, where where are you looking to to take this right now? All I know is I'm looking for the hot guys in the game. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing, and I'm not lying. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Fred plays dark side, so oh yeah, yeah. It's not my fault. You guys make poor life choices. <laughs> <laughs> NPCs. I'm looking for the NPCs. I gotta find my equivalent to Alistair in here. I know it's Bioware, so I know he's gonna be in there. Well, somewhere. you're definitely on the right side to find that. Yeah. Oh, it's like a bad thing. That's true. That's very it true. Alright, so you, you started the consular. What what level did you get her up to at the moment? I think I'm up to level seven. I just hit seven right before you guys bugged me. Nice. <laughs> very good. What do you think of the game so far? I mean you're still on Tython, correct? Yes, I okay. am. Um, I find it hard to find a couple of things. I don't know how far I'm supposed to go out for some of these missions. I know I can see it on the map, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, it, it's not confusing, but it's just – it is confusing at the same time to me just because I'm like, oh, my God, everybody's watching me. And I feel really bad when somebody wants to challenge me to a duel, and I'm like, I suck. I can't do this. And so I have to decline, <laughs> and I feel really bad. What do, you, what do you think of the MMO experience so far? Besides shying away from everything? <laughs> well, I mean, besides, besides, yeah, besides shying away from, from people and, and all that. Yeah, like, are you, are you able to, when you get into the game, are you able to, you know, understand the user interface? Are you, are you able to, you know, get what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, and then successfully achieve it and move on? Absolutely. Uh it's it's pretty self-explanatory, but I mean that's coming from another Bioware game. You know, I kind of follow their logic in that too. So you know, it's really pretty easy. <laughs> have you noticed the codex in the game? Yes, I have. I haven't read any. <laughs> okay. 
All right, because I mean that was the one thing that I noticed was was the codex, and as a as a Star Wars fan, I really enjoy you know the expanded universe and the lore, and it just I like that feeling of being immersed in a in a uh, in a living, breathing environment, and that codex helps me to to appreciate the past so I can understand what's going on now. But you've also got Lou to give you lore. I, I do. I do have that. I do. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna count on him for the little things. I mean, I I've read a lot of expanded universe stuff uh, years ago, actually, um, and I'm a big fan of Mary Jade, but. At the same time, I do get confused by like all these different names, and I'm like, dude, I can't keep up with this. I can't pronounce anything when you just read it in the book. I realized when I was playing this that I was pronouncing Twi'lek incorrectly. Is mm-hmm. it Twi'lek? Twi'lek. Yes. So, um, yeah, a lot of these things are becoming new to me again just because I was wrong before. <laughs> well, do you like that? Do you, does, do you appreciate that as a Star Wars fan, getting into, into Tor and... Oh yeah, I I do. Uh, I all these memories are coming back because, like I said, I haven't read anything in a long time. Um, but it's fun and it's nice saying I'm like, oh, I know that race, I know those people. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> That's fun. Did you play uh, Star Wars: uh, Knights of the Old Republic and, and Knights of the Old Republic Two? Oh no, I've never played anything. Oh. I played like Rogue Squadron. Wow, <laughs> so you're Star Wars. you're walking into this 100 percent fresh and pretty much, yeah. What do you think of the story so far? I like it. I'm very interested. And now I have a feeling that some of the the other characters are going to be, or the other classes are going to be more interesting. Um, and plus, I'm playing my character very Ivarwini. I hate to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that might it might be a little more interesting once I go uh, a little darker. But okay, we'll see. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, we're gonna start getting into into some of our weeks. Um. Lou, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go ahead first, okay? Okay. All right, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll finish up uh, later on. We'll, you know, Liz, we'll we'll get into what you've done so far this week, and uh, and then I guess we'll we'll let you on your merry way if you so choose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so go ahead, Lou. What's what's uh, what's been going on with you this week? Oh well, before I had to go away this weekend, I actually finished doing all the the pre you know the initial quests on Elam. Yeah, plus have to unlock the dailies for those planets. So finally got that out of the way. Um, I was pretty lucky to find a group within two minutes in Elam to actually knock out uh, those story quests to unlock them, especially on Elam, because sometimes it can be a little bit, uh, a little bit long, or no one's really interested in doing them, <laughs> so they just skip them. But me, I like doing them because I, I do like the story involved. And me being a, a completionist, I really like to knock out all that stuff before I start doing dailies. Mm-hmm. So got a you know, really good, really fun group of people, knocked it out. And uh, then I started doing the dailies. Uh, during one of the encounters, though, we did have some public players acting like idiots. Uh-oh, what <laughs> happened? Uh, well, they were PvP flagged, and they were healing. <laughs> Isn't that always how it starts? <laughs> yeah, they were healing some of the mobs we were going after for the quests. And so, you know, they were trying to force us into that. But we didn't, you know, we didn't play their game. We went away, came back a few minutes later. They, were, you know, they came back again, started doing it again. However, at this point, we're like, you know what? None of us here really want to do PvP at the moment because we just want to knock this stuff out. Yeah. So all we did was generally just announce a general chat. Hey, there's some public asshats in the area. 
and screwing up our, you know, we, we just want to do the quest. Can anyone help us out? Within <laughs> two minutes, we must have had like 10 Imperial players who were flagged just come out of nowhere. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> All we did was get them our location. Yes, we're here. Like, I get a whisper a few seconds later. Hang on. We'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like so the now, A team responded to your call. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like these three Imperial players, I'm sorry, these three Republic players now had, were getting crushed by this flood of 10 Imperial players. I, I just picture a huge bounty hunter goes running in there. I pity the fool! <laughs> <laughs> With a flamethrower. Yeah, it was quite the sight because, you know, these guys had to know it was going to happen sooner or later, but I guess they didn't expect a response so soon. <laughs> so they were quite shocked. Oh, I'm they sure they were. Forgot that you were playing the populated side of the game. <laughs> oh, no, come on. Kenner Sword actually has a pretty, a very good population for both factions, and it's great. Uh, you know, just on the side, because I know a lot of Imperial players have been saying in general chat on the fleet that PvP has gotten a lot better. Uh, especially when they're, you know, matched up against Republic side because, you know, since the you know the transfers, you had a lot of guilds and a lot of players for the Republic faction just come over to Canter Sordo, and now Imperial players are saying, you know, it, PvP is fun again for them. Yeah, I've I, noticed the um, the the balance for the for the factions seem to be a lot more equal. I mean, I and and the reason ha- the way I notice it is when I when I go into the fleet. You know, I see two instances of the fleet, and there's, you know, it's jam-packed. And then when I go and and play on my my Empire tunes, I see they've got either two instances or three instances of, of their fleet going up. So it seems, you know, pretty pretty close at this point. Obviously, it does, you know, weigh itself a little more dark side heavy, Empire, Empire heavy. But, you know, before it was usually just the one instance of the fleet for for the Republic side, and then, like, you know, two or three for, for the Empire. So it seems to be, like, equaling out a little bit. You oh, know, I, I agree, and I think it really started when the Legacy system came in, because I know that's what got me to start playing Republic, when I could make my Imperial races on the Republic side. Yeah. Right yeah. around then, I think it started to even out, because... The majority of people started playing both factions then. Yeah, and I can understand why because you know, and not to get too far away from from you know loose topic here, but I just want to I want to say that you know you, I can understand why because now that you've got all these level fifty characters, you have these races that are unlocked. How I mean, how cool is it to to just make you know a a pure blood Sith Jedi? You know, or any pure blood Sith on on the Republic side. I mean, it's really cool, really cool. So, all right, I'm sorry, Lou. We we kind of like you know moved away from you a little bit. What what else? You know, now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> pure Sith blood. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's something for later on. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's an idea for an alt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, Lou has the money doing those dailies on. Four characters a day, he can just unlock that in the legacy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I I could or I could do it the old-fashioned way, but you know I might do it the old-fashioned way just because <laughs> just to try it out. <laughs> but yeah, I've also been playing a little bit on my Jedi Sentinel character, 
And by a little bit, I actually mean I, I she was level, I believe, 26 when Yvonne and I were on the same, were on the public side at the same time, except he was on his Guardian, who was much higher, you know, max level at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's not much we can do, but, you know, he's doing his thing with Grievance, and now I'm just trying to get my myself caught up to him. And I think within two days, I got up to level 31. Wow. <laughs> That's how much I was playing her. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because I don't know, some people have called the Gemini story boring. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I, I, I find I personally find it a lot of fun. How is the Jedi Knight story boring? I, yeah, I know. This is what I see sometimes in the forums and what people say in general chat yeah. in the fleet or on the planet. Them, I'm like, okay, you, you know, must I, not like those moments. <laughs> I was totally interested in it until Ivorwin told me how it ended last episode. <laughs> Yes, that, that, that is true. I mean, we all do not. Thanks, man. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I started playing my consular after that. Oh, <laughs> I feel bad. You, you well, don't to Katie because of you, man. Don't Thanks. forget, you know, Liz. Liz is here, so she's. Uh, let's not spoil it for Liz. <laughs> she, I am happily uh, oblivious episode. right now. What? I, <laughs> what's that? I'm Liz? happy oblivious right now. So happily um, oblivious. So I'm trying not to pay attention. <laughs> la 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 la. Yeah, I'm kind of doing the fingers in the ears, going ma 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 ma. <laughs> Is that like a Muppet thing? Yes. Waka waka waka. Manamana. Hey, don't mess with the Muppets. They're cool. <laughs> yes, I love them. Back Muppets. to Star Wars, Lou. <laughs> well, st- right. Star Wars was a Muppet thingy. <laughs> Remember that Christmas special? Yes, they did that as well. <laughs> So, Lou, your, well, your Sentinel's up to 31. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on, she is on the Tatooine quest. Ah. And I must say, I hate that planet for both factions. <laughs> I, just, I just can't stand Tatooine. It's like Balmora for the Empire. Balmora is just so long and drawn out. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to get off this world. <laughs> it's just like, it's all sand and rock. Sand and rock and... And more okay. sand. More sand. There's more a Jawa. Houdini! <laughs> that is the coolest part of Tatooine. Is that unlike... Spoilers! <laughs> coming up. Turn off the next few seconds. Um, unlike uh, on the Imperial side, at least the Republic, you, you get to interact. At least I find you get to interact more with the Jawas um, on the Jedi Knight. And I, I was... I was, you know, greatly. I had a lot of enjoyment just by talking with these Jawas because it seemed to be a lot of them were the main, you know, request givers in the zones. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you know, whereas in the Imperial side, it's mostly you know human characters, you know, or Imperial characters on the planet. Right. Here, at least now, you have the actual citizens of like Anchorhead. All right, the humans, the other alien races, you know, especially the Jawas, giving you. Quest because they're asking for help or aid in some sort of matter, and I found it was pretty cool. You're having these full-on conversations with Jawas, and you know it, it's not something that a lot of people experience, even in the movies. Because even in the movies, you you know you realize that you maybe spoke to them maybe for a couple lines here and there. You know, in Star Wars, New Hope, um, okay, even in uh, Attack of the Clones, okay, when Anakin goes back to Tatooine, track down his mother, right, you get very little or not even you know any speech. Yeah. You know, you get to hear them talk and get to see some of their viewpoints, and I thought that was great. 
Yeah, Bioware yeah. definitely um, featured them as as a presence on on Tatooine, and I'm glad they did because the Jawas are, have always been one of the more popular races in in the Star Wars universe, and you know it's it's because they're they're adorable. Yes, and it's great even to have that interaction. Can, yeah, it, it, even though they can repair anything and you know have this pretty mean, nasty ion rifles, <laughs> can fry you. <laughs> And on the Empire side of the game, you get to do the only thing you should be able to do with the Jawa, and that is capture it and take it back to the base to be tortured. Oh, oh God. Think, You're think, a horrible person. I think Chewbacca's got something to say about You're that. You're still dude. in the call. Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca's not happy with you, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> like I said, you know, I, I just have, I'm having a blast. Play my Jedi Sentinel because, as everyone you know, if a lot of people have been following the show, I mean, if you are, I mean, if you know what I'm like, I've been playing the Empire since day one. And as Fred helped point out to me last week, you know, yes, there are times when it just does get it, it gets a little stale because you know, doing jailers on, on 450s, Imperial 50s does oh, get yeah. a little of stale. Whoa, 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 whoa. To clarify, Fred never said the Empire side gets stale. No, 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 I might find it stale. <laughs> It may get stale because you're doing the same stuff over and over again. You know, even though you, you know, I do get to meet some really cool people doing the dailies. Yeah, after a while, it does get. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, you got to mix it up a little bit, and and I think that's one of the best parts of this game is that it, it rewards you for rolling alts and mixing it up, and because I mean, let's face it, you know, they they know that there's only a few places that you can you can do your dailies after you hit fifty. You know, they know there's a limited amount of, of dailies. If you're not raiding, you know, the end game is very limited. They know that. You know, exactly. They, so, you know, yeah. you got to mix it up. Got it. Yes. And, and, you know, and I find, too, with the, the Jedi Knight story, whether you're playing the Guardian, the Sentinel Consular, or the Shadow, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when Robert and I play, you know, tour together when we have a chance... Or when we're both talking over Skype or Mumble while we're on different faction characters, you know, I think we both find that when playing our, our Jedi characters, you know, for me, the Jedi have some of the best storylines because what I've seen in the game so far, they have those best Star Wars moments. You know, when you get that super cool John Williams music playing in the background, you know, that, that rush that you get, oh, yeah. especially from A New Hope, you know, when the Millennium Falcon first escapes the Death Star, and that moment you're waiting for the four TIE fighters to come out of nowhere, okay, that kind of anticipation, that kind of excitement, you know, that you feel in pursuing the Jedi storyline, you know, that moment of, my God, something tragic, emergency is about to happen, and only one person can help, and that's you, you know, you and your companion, and by God, you go out there and you accomplish it. Even though the mission, is a storyline or a story quest is hard and it's difficult, at the end, you're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean, Lou, you you've you've heard me, you know, cheer like like a madman when I finally uh, finished up my storyline. Exactly. This, this begs a good a good question, though, um, Liz. How do you how do you feel when I mean, do you feel like you're involved in in a Star Wars universe when you when you play this game? I mean, do you feel like you're playing your own Star Wars movie? Only sometimes when I hear certain sounds so far. Uh, 
I was actually thinking about that today, going, I don't know if this is too Star Warsy yet. But you hear lightsabers go off in the blasters, and you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you have you're still using that that training, you know, uh, training yeah. saber. So yeah, which is infinitely better than than the the ones they were giving you in Knights of the Old Republic, which was just the the vibro blade. Now you've got you know actually something that makes those you know lightsaber sounds to a degree, and so I mean they're they're handing you off a little a little bit better, but once you once you get your actual lightsaber, you're going to feel a lot better about that whole thing. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I'm very excited. I want that really bad. When do I get that? You're close. You're real close. You're, yeah, you said actually, you're, yes. You're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was just – right before I got here, I was spying on some people that were doing it apparently <laughs> and the, the Jedi Padawans, that were, and they offered me some kind of crystal for it. And I was like, <laughs> I want my thing, but I want to be a Varwini. <laughs> just keep making those light side choices. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll have your lightsaber around level seven or eight. Oh well, that, yeah, it is sooner than you. Okay. I'm excited. But Ivorin, what one. are you talking about? Vibro blades and Kotor. I played Kotor too, and it felt like I had to almost beat the game before I could have a lightsaber. It was horrible. <laughs> I kept getting blasters, and I'm like, "What is this? I'm supposed to be a Jedi." And then that old bat with one arm was like. You already know how to make a lightsaber. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't. If I knew how, I wouldn't be asking you. <laughs> this knowledge has already been given to you. That's it. Give me your other arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't even hear that noise because I didn't have a lightsaber. It'd just be the sound of me hacking off an arm with a blaster. <laughs> well, Fred, since you're since you're you're moving on moving on up over here in your discussion, why don't you tell us how how your week went? What'd you do? Well, I wish I could have killed Cleo, but I retired her. Okay. Oh, age finally got Vector. Vector uh, Parcel? He... <laughs> our our fan, Vector Parcel? <laughs> no, no. This is like the coolest companion I've ever had. And I say this because, you know, this is coming off the Cleo depression. Okay. <laughs> Stuck with Cleo for so long, anything was good at this point. Well, it's not too big of a, a spoiler, but uh, Vector has a fascination with ants. Let me say that. So with ants? Yeah, with ants. Okay. Think about Alderaan and it'll make more sense. And anyhow, so I finally got Vector to follow me, and he is awesome. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's an insect, but that's so much better than Kaleo. <laughs> like, I just wish he would go over and sting her and she'd just die. I wouldn't even get her any medical attention until I was sure there was no pulse. But anyhow, <laughs> I finally completed chapter well, Tell us how one. you really feel about Cleo, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ivorwin, I don't think we have that kind of time tonight. I don't think we do either. <laughs> If, if people really want to know, they can go back over like our last three or four episodes right. and do a mashup. But <laughs> a mashup. <laughs> it's pretty clear I hated Cleo, and I still hate her. And I consider my agent to only have one companion right now. Mm-hmm. And so, my Mary Allen agent completed his chapter one story, and has Vector now. Did I mention I have Vector yet? 
You've you've mentioned it. You it's it's been brought up. Yeah, he is yeah. so amazing. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Th- this is the first time I've actually liked this character now that he's level thirty-one. Okay, but I've I've been playing him with uh, my girlfriend's character. She wanted somebody to play with her Sith assassin. Why didn't you like the character until level thirty-one? Okay. All right. I got you. Okay. She she literally made my leveling experience miserable. Every time I'd turn in a quest, she'd be popping out, giving me negative affection. (laughs) How do do you lose affection when you're already at zero? Somebody explain this to me. I'm here. Just wanted to let you know. You're a jerk. Okay. Bye. That's all. I just want to bye. (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. She she didn't even say anything. It would just pop up that window and say, minus 15 affection. Oh, that stinks. (laughs) That's got to be a bug. It has to be a bug. It might be a bug, or it just might be a Kaleo mechanic. I don't know. know. All I know is I was looking at that ship droid in a whole new light. He was like my buddy for a while, but then as soon as I got Vector, I'm like, all right, into the trash heap with you. Right. Well, now that uh, now that you had to ditch a ship droid, how this, how who's going to take care of your bunions? Well, I can do that myself. I'm a healer. I mean, I am an operative, so Lou knows I'm a terrible healer, but I'm still a healer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but teaming up with her Sith assassin, she's a DPS, so she's rolling around with Kem Vol. So, you know, I got the tank covered there, so I don't even need Cleo. <laughs> then I got Vector, and I'm healing the group, and we're just tearing through everything on those guys. Good, man, good. So what else After- you got for the week? Well, we finished our Chapter 1 story, which that was uh, the third character I've done that on, and it was her first character, so she unlocked her legacy with that. So after she unlocked her legacy, we decided, well, I forced her to play a little bit of Republic with me, because <laughs> she hates the Republic even more than I do. You know, what, what, I want to go over there and play my Empire races on the Republic side. What, she does, she dis- what does she dislike about the Republic? She well, she she made a Jedi Sentinel. She's been regretting that since the first t- moment she made the character. Okay. She hates Master Orgus, and she wants to impale him with both of her lightsabers. Okay. <laughs> and she's playing the character completely light side, and she despises that. So I told her, I'm like, play her dark side. No, she has to beat Yvarwini. <laughs> so she's sitting there like, oh, God, it's so corny. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, you made the character. Yeah, she made it. <laughs> well, I, I typically go completely light side on my characters, but there have been a few instances on the Republic side that I've actually made the dark side choice because it seemed like the better thing to do. Okay. Like, Do you recall that one quest on Coruscant where you get sent to intercept some paperwork? Yeah. Where that senator's trying to get yep. rid of the Jedi? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. I always take his package. I don't care whether it's right or not. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed a couple of times that I, I've seen I've seen things in the game where, you know, they're saying it's it's a light side choice or it's a dark side choice. And I kinda think to myself, you know you know, it, I don't see it as as that kind of a choice. I kind of see it as the opposite way. I, I feel like if I did this, it would actually be a bad thing, or if I did this, it would be a, a good thing. And I mean, I, I go for the light side choice anyway on on my on my main character on my Jedi Knight because I want the light side points. 
But sometimes I there's been a couple of times when I've disagreed, and so I, I know where you come from, and that is that's a great example of of that quest because uh, I kind of feel the same way. Well, my first time around on my Sith Warrior, I picked light side whether I agreed with it or not. Mm-hmm. And then every character since, if I come to one of those quests where the dark side choice actually seems like the right thing to do, I pick that now. Yeah. Because it's it's really nothing to make up a few dark side points at level 50. You know, you just run through Esselus or Black Talon, and once you get the extra light side points, it just pushes the dark ones right out. They go away. That's good. All right. So, uh, so what else? Well, I, I got the consular to level 19, almost 20. Oh, great. Great. And Kaiserfest loved it when I stole that guy's mail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got like 40 affection with him. And you know, when he's your first companion, you normally only get like 15. Yeah. Give me like 40 with him by stealing that guy's package. And then I threatened that little punk that tried to say something to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> He liked that, too. I bet he did. <laughs> I just have to go on record saying this. I like Kaizen Fest a million times better than Kim Vol. All right. I know. Controversial, but that's how I feel. Duly noted. Duly noted. All and right. that's about all I accomplished this week. Great. So, so Liz, what uh, what about you? What's What's been going on this week for you? I know you, you, downloaded, the, uh, you downloaded the game. took you two days. How did you arrive at the uh, the choice of getting of getting a a consular? Uh, like I had said before, I, it was between that or the smuggler, and I saw healer in the description. Went with that, and I've actually spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to hook up my Xbox controller to this game. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, I know, and that's going to give me a lot of hate, but. Um, it's very hard playing this game with nails. I have to. I'm gonna have to clip some nails so I can I can do the number thingies. You gotta um, you gotta go for the pads on your finger. That's that's really what you gotta do. Because you know? your nails are long and you know what I'm talking about. Well, I, I do know what you're talking about, but no, it's uh-huh. not. It's not out of personal experience. It's uh, yes, it is. Jenny, uh, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny plays. You know. MMOs as well. We've we've played M- uh, Warcraft together. We played uh, Lotro together. Um, so <laughs> she she's always she's got the same complaint. Oh, my nails are too long, and and she figured it out. It's like it, it you gotta almost bypass the the nail on the keyboard thing, and you gotta definitely go for like the 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 meat on your on your <laughs> finger. All right, Liz. So what else? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let you go and just <laughs> deeper and deeper. Playing WoW and rolling your forehead across the keyboard to touching the keyboard with your fingertips in Swotor. <laughs> and uh, so, what else? Did you, I mean, you 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 figured uh, why healer though? Like, I wouldn't expect you to 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 think healing would be something that you'd want to do. I'd figure you to be like a you know a damage character, hundred percent. Because I'm so scared that I'm going to be crappy at the game that I'm like, I need to learn how to heal really, really quickly and easily because <laughs> I, I don't like dying. Oh. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's that's what I usually start out with any character. And then I realize that's that's just dumb because I'm better than that. And then I go to like a DPS character or something. <laughs> Actually, 
it, since you're playing an MMO now, it would be better for you to go DPS because as the healer, you're going to have a lot of added responsibility on you in groups. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's a concern, but I figure, you know, this is just a trial, so we'll see. Well, well the good news is since you're going with the Consular and you're going to go Sage, you'll also be able to be a damage caster if you want to be. I'm hoping to. Yeah, that's what my, my Consular is. She's uh-huh. uh she's a DPS consular sage. Now isn't that what Joe the Widget Wilson is trying to be? I think that's exactly well? what he did. Yeah, he turned he turned his healer into a, a damage character. And he was he was doing really well. He was uh he was getting a lot of compliments in, in uh the flashpoints he was doing. And I think huh. he um I think he actually went into a hard mode flashpoint. Like under geared and, and got some compliments on his damage. So I mean he's he's doing pretty good. Well, so, good. Because yeah. from what I've seen on the live streams, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> just oh, messing. Skyrim and Swotor are totally different. Joe can actually play Swotor. <laughs> no, I met on Swotor the other night. Yeah. Oh no, that was the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, that no. Joe's damage was <laughs> really good in that. <laughs> no, we we live streamed Swotor. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> last week, and uh, it was me and Joe, and then two of the Grievance guys came in with us, and, and uh, I think it was uh, Jacques was from Grievance, and, oh, man, I forgot the other guy's name. He's a great guy, too. He's going to kill me the next time I talk to him. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, we uh, Katjak. It was Katjak. Um, we, had, we had an amazing time. But we didn't get very far. We did. We did one of the hard mode flashpoints. <laughs> Sorry, Cat Jack's in the chat room right now. <laughs> all I know is I tuned in, and I, all of a sudden, I just heard Evarwin throw a fit. Like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, like, wow. Well, really? at that at that point, I was I was drunk. Yeah, so. you retired. retired. No, I was drunk. When he was talking to me, I don't know. Could have been. It might. Have, I, I don't. I don't really remember. To be honest, I mean, it was. Liz, when was this? This was like uh, Friday night? I think it was Friday night. Yeah, it was Friday night. So in any event, yeah, we it was the first time I had I had done a flashpoint um, for hard mode flashpoints and uh, after hitting 50. And I wanted to see, like, you know, how I would do with it. And I we did really, really well all the way up to the first boss. And then either because either out of you know not getting coordinated or like i said i had been i had been drinking that night too i mean it wasn't like you know on the floor drunk but you know i, I had a, I, I had a couple there. i was getting no. <laughs> <laughs> so i i wasn't doing all that well catch x saying the healer wasn't all that great <laughs> meanwhile they're both in the chat room um i was pointing fingers <laughs> yeah it was you <laughs> you know i mean i didn't I, I don't I don't know what was going on, but in, in any event, we got up to the first the first guy. We 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 had done him like maybe about four or five times, and then at the end of it, I was just like, ah, forget it. You know, we're we're not getting we're not getting anywhere with this. So let's just. It was getting late too, and I was I was tired. So I, I just brought it up just to hear you stumble over it. I think <laughs> I stumbled very well over it. Actually, I I tripped on my feet about ten different times during this whole explanation. Wait, the channel says that you jumped off the edge. Did you? You do a false emperor, no. did you? <laughs> 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 Something like that happened, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, look, wow. 
Yeah, I was just standing there, and for no reason, I just just vaulted myself off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Good times. Good times. <laughs> good times indeed with Joe and the Grievance guys. Good times. Um. So yeah, Liz Liz caught all this, and no, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't Joe's damage. More more than anything else, it was actually my tanking because I was not ready for for the fight. I didn't have any kind of proper gear to be in that fight at all. I had no business tanking that thing, and because I was uncoordinated, it just didn't work out. But Joe's Joe's DPS was was actually really really good. It was the one thing that was actually pushed in that fight, and also. Um, Jacques' healing was was phenomenal. I would not have lasted anywhere near the amount of time that I did last if it wasn't for that. And certainly, of course, you know, Kachak's DPS was great too. Everyone was re- really where they should have been, except for me. And and I, what it is, is really just I need the gear. So so we did good. Um, but it was just me that that stunk up the board. <laughs> oh, God, awfully. Well, I look forward to seeing these again. So I would, yeah. You guys need to live stream that again. Yeah, oh, yeah, don't absolutely. Don't be so hard on yourself, Evarwin. I'm being honest. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I'm not hiding it. Well, let me ask um, you, your gear. I assume you have a lot of orange pieces now. Yeah. Are, are your mods and stuff in there purple yet? No. If you do your dailies on Belsavis and in Corellia, you'll get the proper mods and stuff that are purple you can stick in there oh i am i am actually that's that's actually what i was doing this week i started doing my dailies on Corellia, which i i mean I, lou i know i know you're you're you've been doing the dailies on Corellia, so they're boring to you i love them they're exciting to me i really enjoy them it's the perfect mix of um Doing doing those quests, you know the uh, kill kill twenty of these, kill fifteen of those. Fetch quests, you know, go out here and and grab you know ten of these or destroy eight of those, and and heroic grouping quests. I did the uh, the heroic four plus chasing oh, the shadow. Okay, all right. Are you actually? I know for the imperial side, it's uh, Ender Torvix. The four man heroic on uh, okay. in, that, in a black hole. Yeah, I did the Republic side of it, of course, and um, tanked it. And uh, I did. I had I had a lot of fun. I did very very well. We for my first time going in there, we uh, I tanked it. I ran in there with a with a pickup group, and we one shotted it. Just ran in, and it was it was really challenging too. I mean, I had. I had guys I was that were really you know knowledgeable about the whole thing, so I mean I had great backup, 100 percent through all the way. I mean these guys knew exactly what to do, when to do it. So I just I just listened to them and I just jumped in there and I was Mr. Meat Shield and just grabbing up all the aggro and <laughs> letting them pound on me. Um, Liz, I know you're biting your tongue real hard. I really am. <laughs> She'll say it here or in the chat. Which will she? Do? <laughs> It's one of the two. She's either making fun of me on the mic or it's all in the chat room. <laughs> so I had a great time with Chasing the Shadow. And that final boss at the end, man, is that awesome. That is a lot of fun, that fight. I loved it. It was a great time. So that, that was been, that's been a lot of fun. Um, I finally maxed out my slicing. 
So I'm getting tons and tons of credits. I'm working on my bioanalysis, and I got a little further with my Inquisitor, though I'm not off of um, Korriban yet. I'm not off of that yet. So a couple of levels here and there. I really nice. wanted to to uh, get to know the, the dailies on Corellia. So, and I think... Ooh, I, I mean, have you started on Ilum yet or on no. Mosavis? No, 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 not yet. I wanted to... Because because all of this this you know level fifty stuff is all brand new to me. I'm I'm really like everything else. I'm um, I'm taking it really slow, and I feel like this is a much more uh, a, a much better way for me to invest my game time than running out and collecting datacrons, which is what I, what I said last episode. I wanted to do this week was collect datacrons. Right now, um, I haven't had a whole lot of time to actually play the game. So when I did play, instead of hunting for datacrons, I wanted to get to know the the um, the dailies on Corellia in, in the black hole. So I went out there, scooped them all up, um, and just kind of like got to know the area, got to know the uh, the quests a little bit, uh, tried to pick up as much as I possibly could, get them all done, and um, I'm glad I did it because now now I feel like semi confident I can run in there get them all done and then be free to explore, you know, the dailies on Ilum or, um, uh, Belsavis. Was, was it Belsavis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm wondering if, uh, I don't remember that you actually picked up the initial quest that actually send you to Ilum and Belsavis to uh, kick off their dailies. Yeah, I got it. Okay. The one for Corellia though. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the one for, uh, for Ilum or Belsavis. Okay, because I think after you finish your class storyline, you receive a message to go back to the fleet. Mm-hmm. Receive a message, and then someone, or you know, you get a quest that sends you to Ilum, to the planet itself, where you have to report to uh, some Republic official, probably. Because for the Empire side, I know you have to report to the character Grand Moff Regis, uh, and that starts the Ilum, the Ilum quest chain. And, you know, also, uh, the Elm Dailies are there. And right. then with Belsavis, you'll probably be told to report back to, I guess, you know, I guess the orbital station that surrounds, that orbits Belsavis itself to go down to another area of Belsavis, and then you pick up the quest there as well. So, and I, I think you'll like them. You know, you'll have fun doing them, because also, if you want to start getting those mods, you know, a lot sooner... Um, you know, you should really crank out, try cranking out the the other ones too, because you know you do get combinations of those as well. And I think you really like, yeah, I think you like enjoying, you know, tanking the other ones, the other heroics that are there as well. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to do it. Um, big big shout out to uh, to to Baronar and uh, and Katjak for for all the for all the awesome stuff this week. By the way, from Grievance, I mean. Guys are just. We had a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I, I can I can definitely see us, you know, getting getting into this, you know, more and more as as my time with grievance uh, expands. I find myself enjoying everyone there so much more. Um, okay, Liz, uh, did you? I kind of like ran into your your week. I mean, did you have anything else that you wanted to, to share? I mean, you know, what you've been amazing so far. Um, really, I thank you so much for, for, you know, jumping on and, and doing your thing. Um, but I guess just to kind of close out, I mean, let, let me ask you, you know, what's, what are you, what are you planning on, 
what are you planning on doing? I mean, you're going to go up to 15 with your consular and then and then that's it or are you going to try and and grab up another another class and go to 15 as well? Well, the only thing I'm really looking forward to right now because it's very girly and I have to do it is because I'm looking for a man in the game. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> I need a man. That's what I'm very ex- <laughs> Yeah, that's um What's your man got to do with me? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> your man got to do with me i got a man oh my god i ain't trying to hear that see <laughs> oh damn it. you beat me to it <laughs> i can't believe you went there you oh, went there wow, wow yeah. this episode's degenerating more and more more and more <laughs> you're showing your age as well yeah i am listen i was 12 okay let's move on <laughs> T-Rex for the win. Speaking of people showing their age, somebody called me Messy Marvin today. Messy Marvin. You recall that from the Hershey syrup commercials? Oh, Lord. Liz, what were you going to say? Yeah, I'm looking for some booty in the game, and that's pretty much all I'm looking for, and then I'll roll another character. Oops, mother. (laughs) Well, said. thanks for joining us this week, Liz. That's good. Yeah. Looking for some booty in the game. <laughs> some galactic booty. <laughs> yeah. She needs to be a female. Write smuggler. that down. Someone yeah. write that down. That's the name of this episode. Galactic booty. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I listened to that Fat Bottom Jedi episode today. Yeah, right? I saw you tweeting it. I saw you tweeting it. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That uh, that episode was 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 hysterical. Liz, everyone's saying you have to be a smuggler then, because <laughs> that's the one you get a male companion right off the bat. <laughs> Doing it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we're gonna we're gonna head off into uh, into the news. We got uh, we got quite a bit that's that's dropped this week um, in little drips and drabs, but we're gonna we're gonna start covering that. Um, Liz, you are you are welcome to stay and and lend us. Your uh, your wonderful southern charm. Otherwise, uh, get off, get off my call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I have anything else to contribute. But thank you very much for having me on. I was excited to talk about my limited time in game. <laughs> sure, no problem. And uh, you know, as always, it's it was it was absolutely absolutely amazing. By the way, um, I just want to say we're getting we're getting word um, that your last episode of Diablo off the record, the ratings was off the chart completely off the chart that's because the cover art for this episode um dave was nude yeah no that's that's not true the cover art was was (laughs) your your face actually i hate my life for hearing that (laughs) (laughs) not gonna be able to sleep are you (laughs) uh liz where can everyone uh where can everyone reach you where can everyone tweet at you what uh what can where can they listen listen to you uh well, of course, the Diablo off the record, and I am on Twitter at Mistress underscore Lebeau, L-E-B-E-A-U. Awesome. Okay, and and uh, aren't you involved in, in some other things as well? Oh, yes, I do some, some stuff that is not for this network, but I do an X-Men podcast called X-Nation uh, by the Cultural Wormhole. You can look that up on iTunes, and also Dampcast, D-A-M-P-C-A-S-T, which is about just being nerds in general Great. and i yell at my co-host and that's fun so <laughs> try those out thank you for letting me plug this yeah no problem no problem at all uh for you for those of you out there that are huge uh mistress lebeau uh liz lebeau fans out there you can find her on Damcast and also x nation 
and the uh, the now highly rated <laughs> Diablo off the record. You guys are killing it. You're doing a phenomenal job. Um, you, Dave. I mean, Dave's really stepped up. Really proud of him. Keth, Keth stepped up too. He's, you know, everyone says he he filled in my shoes, but um, you know that's that's uh, that's kind of neither here nor there, I suppose. <laughs> he's done an amazing job. I think he's he's filled. You know, I think all of you have filled in. You know, my shoes and and much more so. And and uh, you guys really own that show, and it's amazing. I'm so proud of you guys. You did a great job. So. <laughs> all right guys the, okay. the news is next so so stay tuned and uh we're gonna get uh we're gonna get all newsworthy with your with your galactic gazette so but i'm pumped hello what have we here And we're back with the Galactic Gazette, our news section for this particular show of awesomeness. Okay, uh, Swotor Reforged. <laughs> um, Reforged. Uh, it is it is uh, sponsored this week by Tweaked Audio, tweakedaudio.com. Okay, it's uh, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability starting at 1995. You get to choose from the four styles and six colors. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping and a lifetime warranty all at tweakedaudio.com. Great stuff. Um, you really got, guys, you gotta check them out. All right. They are absolutely amazing. We try and, uh, we try and give them their, their just due, uh, with every episode that we do. And, uh, you know, we can't shout them out enough. Um, Fred, you know, 110% all about tweaked audio. I mean, am I missing anything here? I mean, are they, are they not engineered for, for amazing sound quality and durability? Well, I believe what I said on our last Minecraft podcast, you know, I'm not fishing around in the toilet with my tweaked audio earbuds, but, you know, normal usage, they don't take any damage at all. <laughs> not fishing around in the toilet? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody didn't hear the latest episode of the Minecraft show yet. No, I, I haven't, actually. <laughs> I have not. But You're I'm sure it's treat. I'm sure it's amazing, as as they all are. Okay, um, what's our first headline, Lou? All right. Today, Bioware released a little teaser trailer for their next live world event. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it, it is, it is uh, interesting, but not informative at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say Bioware released it, and wow, it raises a lot more questions than it answers. Pretty much. Yes. And... Mm. Right now, it's being called the Grand Acquisitions Race, and it involves the Shevin, an alien race uh, that we've seen in the game. And if you've played the Imperial side, you may have seen some of their NPCs on Dromancaz in one of the Imperial camps on a planet. I haven't seen any on the Republic side so far, but then again, I've only played the Jedi Knight. So... I don't know whether or not the Republic side gets to see that race as well on their planets that they go to. Yeah, I haven't run into these guys yet either, to be honest. But yeah, so it must be they must be involved in only on the Imperial side for now. Maybe, yeah. On Imperial space, but yes, it does involve the the, the Chevin, and they are an alien race that's looked upon looked down upon for their involvement in many unsavory activities such as smuggling and slavery. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. 
It's just all we have now is that little teaser trailer. There are a lot of rumors flying around, and some of the rumors just speculate that the event itself and the <laughs> the new race, will, and not, not, not new, but that race will begin to make their presence felt on the hot moon of Narshida. Yeah. And, and they might as well have released a, uh, a video with... Uh, you know, someone going, hey, guys, what do we got coming up? And then, like, you know, some guy goes, ah, something <laughs> cool. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Tune in later. Tune in later. <laughs> Space Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wally. Yeah, what you just heard was the soundbite from the upcoming uh, Dragonborn DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> And as of right now, since the very, again, since there's very little information being released by Bioware, uh, the event's probably going to involve, you know, either faction uh, trying to make this new race probably a profit or help them gain inroads onto the, into the operations of Narshada that are run by the Huts. Uh, because a lot of people are figuring maybe since they're involved in a lot of activities, maybe they're going to start muscling in, you know, into the Hut cartel business, you know, what, what, you know, the scams or rackets they run. Hmm. In their sector of space, and maybe you know this is just a sign of, you know, cartels, syndicate warfare, which again, which may be a nice tie-in because remember, if the new planet that's coming out uh, sometime this year, Makeb, and that's a hot-controlled world, and now you have this nice, you know, this upcoming live-world event that involves another race that. Yeah, like the Huts, they they like to be involved in criminal activities. Who knows? Maybe this could be a precursor, or maybe a taste of things to come when McCabe finally releases, or maybe this world of it could be a tie-in to when McCabe finally does come out. You know, I think I personally think that that'd be a really nice story to tie in. But again, since there's not really not really a lot going out, it's all speculation at this point. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if? They announced, like, when this came out, Makeb came out at the exact same time. Like, the world event was on Makeb, and you gotta download Makeb and the world event. Well, I mean, they said it's on Narshada, so I mean, that's obviously not gonna happen, but. Or if, yeah, you know what? Let's expand on that. If, when we do get this content, it starts on Narshada, but remember, since the other events had to go to different planets during it, especially, you know, with the Rackle event. Mm hmm. Yeah, maybe one of the surprises would be for us is that holy crap, there's a new planet on the map. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone like, holy bleep, it's out, it's there. The I have servers to say, are servers are lagging like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have Everyone's to say, on. when they when they release information, they they have re- not information, but really like when they've released game content. Okay, they've they've done it in a manner that's that's always so slight, and therefore makes the event so much bigger than what it could have been perceived if they just like blew it all out of proportion. Be like, hey guys, Rackle event, the Rackle event, and like everyone jumped in there and they're like, ah, oh, it's like Rift, uh, stinks. But no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Was that too much? <laughs> Remember, Rift players, you can send your emails to Elder Scrolls off the record at no, gmail.com. No, Fred, stop that. Don't do that anymore, okay? We can, no more of that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no more. <laughs> Good God. I mean, I mean, like, you know, Fred, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? I mean, 
they they were um they they slid in that whole rat cool thing right and like no one was expecting it and it was totally awesome and everyone loved it but like on the other side rift kind of like blew up their whole world events out of almost out of proportion and like everyone was you know disappointed like afraid i mean do you do you do you get it like do you see what i'm trying to relate well, as somebody that still plays Rift, their current world events, they don't make that mistake anymore. So, I wouldn't say that they still do that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Their early world events, they did do that and overhyped them. Yeah. But, I, I really don't care how they go about this, as long as I get my hover dump truck that has a hut sitting in the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, shooter! <laughs> Oh, God. All right, Fred, why don't you take us into our second headline, dude? <laughs> this just uh, in. Hover dump trucks with huts in the back coming to Star Wars The Old Republic. <laughs> Sweet. That's right. I want one now. Star Wars The Old Republic. Buy now. Free to 15. Boom. <laughs> something, something dark side. Star Wars The Old Republic heading to GamesCon 2012. Yay! Yay! So, yes. Star Wars The Old Republic will be coming to GamesCon, where players will have the opportunity to play the new Warzone. They will take pictures and give out prizes. There will be an EA press conference. And there will be a community meet and greet. Where you will be able to meet at least one community member from the Bioware team. Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, meet and, and greet. It, it probably won't be Bob. No, oh, no, darn it. No, yeah. Bob, Bob don't do Europe trips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those who are listeners who aren't familiar, uh, Gamescom is held in Cologne, in Germany, and this year. Bioware is going to head out there. Well, the World Tour team, Bioware is going to head out there. And as Fred mentioned, you'll be introducing the new Warzone. Some lucky players will get to actually check it out. Whether with a, I believe, a, a totally fresh character or they can log on to their account from the systems they have there and try it out themselves. <laughs> Pictures and prizes. So they'll have characters out there, you know, obviously doing their, their costume thing. Mm-hmm. And they'll be handing out collectibles and codes for unique in-game items. Wow. I, yeah. Damn it. If our room should have gone there. <laughs> I know, right? And there's going to be an EA press conference, okay, where they're going to release new details about the future uh, content for Tor, which hopefully will involve McCabe and other stuff. That'd be cool. And as Fred mentioned, too, they are going to have a meet and greet. Okay, there's going to be some people from the dev team there and some other community members. I love this quote here on the bottom. If you're in Cologne, why not come by for some drinks? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in Cologne, if I just happen to be walking the streets of the beautiful city of Cologne. <laughs> oh, let me walk over here. <laughs> oh, look, I have to travel to Deutschland. Sure, I'll drop by Cologne really quick for a day or two. Uh, no problem. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't at the moment. I yes. do like to think that there's at least a couple people that live near Cologne that play the game. <laughs> I'm sure Probably who the quote was aimed at. Probably. Probably. 
Probably that, like the the one guy that listens to our show who lives in Cologne and plays and plays tour at the exact same time. He'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be there. And you know, it's just unfortunate that since Bob won't be there this round, they're not going to be able to use their normal bucket splash oh. method of deciding who gets to play in the war zone. Right. Well, well, we're going to have to do something more conventional. Bob, the Imperial janitor, would have been there, but he didn't get the bidet training, so. You know he couldn't. All right, Lou. I mean, we're we're stinking up this place. Why don't you why don't you liven it up a bit? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that chance, I mean, at that meet and greet, as I said, they'll they'll be there, be on hand. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to the site. They linked up the invitation, and you know, it, it is going to be at a nightclub in Cologne. Nice. Yes. And they're actually buying the first round for everyone who goes there. Uh, what has to happen, I believe, if I remember correctly, you actually have to pick up your tickets and passes for it at their booth during the day at Gamescom. And then later on that night, uh, not only are they buying you the first round, they actually are going to have transportation for you to get there. However, they said you're on your own. <laughs> Getting back. Getting back. Great. So they're going to get you nice <laughs> we'll and take drunk. You there, get, get you hammered, at least, or at least by the first round. You know, getting hammered. It's totally up to you, but if you decide to stay, then you getting back to your hotel is totally, entirely on you. That's, that's up to you. Good yes. luck, guys. Okay, kick them out in the street. <laughs> See you in game. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so if any of our American listeners are wondering, that is a minus $214 value. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great value. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I- I don't know what you guys expect after that uh, course for the force thing when I was cutting people down with the lightsaber. They don't exactly have that much of a budget to spend on this thing that they can get people home to. <laughs> All those medical bills, reattaching <laughs> limbs. You're you're quite the uh, you're quite the the guy there, good old Fred. <laughs> quite oh, the definitely guy. a guy. I never claimed to be a nice guy. Oh. Yeah, so that yep. part, you know, they have said, just like during the day, if you have a chance to talk to the devs during the day, mm-hmm. same thing. This gives players an opportunity to actually hang out and cut loose with the devs and, you know, talk to them candidly about other things, you know, about things about the game. Right. All right, if you so choose. Or just if you want to be, want to be social, there you go. You have a chance. I want to cut up a rug with James Olin. Let's do that. Let's go to Cologne. And uh, down a few drinks with good old James Olin. <laughs> Damien, nice to meet you here. This drink's on me. Drink's on me. <laughs> All right, and scheduled maintenance for Tuesday, August 14th, will not involve the game servers or websites to go offline. Passionate themselves will be posted tomorrow if BioWare follows its usual routine with Tor. And you can get that off of SWTOR.com. Yeah, That's I it. really... I'm hoping it's can you imagine if that's gonna kick off the world event? I'm I'm thinking it will. Yeah. I mean Fred, what do you think? Do you think this is gonna kick off the world event? I think there's a huge nerf coming to Jedi Knights, but not Sith Warriors. <laughs> oh, God. That's what this patch is gonna be. All damage and survivability <laughs> down to nothing. <laughs> and then HK fifty one's gonna be added and you have to fight him to get him. Okay, all right. To live to live in Fred World, it must be it must be a great place. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna head over to uh, to the uh, to the Jedi archives. Okay, and Lou is going to present to us the unknown regions 
And thanks to Lou, finally they will be known to us. Jedi Archives coming up next. I think it would be wise if you took advantage of my knowledge of this. Welcome back, everyone. Lou's here to tell you about your unknown regions. Lou, take it away. <laughs> the unknown regions. <laughs> wow, that that that's that's just going to sound wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to yes. cost us our clean tag? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it PG thirteen. <laughs> I promise. But yes, today's lore topic is the unknown regions. Respect and fear that would may lie hidden, or as someone said to Mara Jade in the Vision of the Future duology novels, there are a hundred different threats out there that would freeze your blood if you knew about them. So, what are they? The unknown regions, unknown space unknown sector or the unknown territories it's the collective term for all the regions of the galaxy that are not formally charted by some sort of exploration or cartography team organization okay now it differs from wild space and that wild space was usually uh, at least minimally charted by the same organization or, or cartography team but not fully explored okay so if players who have read the Expanded Universe novels, usually what happens is that uh, I know they also get not only a timeline for all these novels, but they also give you a map of the galaxy uh, you know, for that novel. So, for example, you know, you'll see etched out there, you know, uh, the Republic, uh, the Outer Rim, okay, Mid-Rim, and one of those big spaces on the map is actually the Unknown Space, okay, the Unknown Regions. And it's a pretty sizable part of the map. Okay, so it's just someone who has an idea of what's going on with that. Okay. Now, also, the Unknown Regions were broadly defined as areas that were not connected with the reliable or well-known hyperspace routes that span the galaxy. Okay, that did not belong to the wider well-known galactic community and did not look like, did not look to Coruscant as the ultimate center of civilization or we're not under the broad hegemony of the Galactic Republic before the Galactic Civil War, which would be from episodes 1 through 6. Okay. Now, beyond this region's outer edge, lay what was called the hyperspace disturbance beyond the edge of the galaxy. Right? Because essentially, there's an unknown energy field that surrounds the Star Wars galaxy, okay? and it prevents any attempt to go beyond it. All right, for some reason, hyperspace you know, navigation computers can't somehow compute any path pathways around these anomalies. So it makes hyperspace travel there impossible. Okay. So the reach of civilization extended at least nominally to this edge of the galactic disk. Uh, one example they provided is that the territory or the corporate sector extends to the end of the Tingle Arm. Again, to the same map. If you've ever read the... Wow, gosh. How would you determine that to be? The Han Solo novels, okay, the Han Solo adventures. Alright, a lot of those adventures, you know, Han and Chewie are in corporate sector authority space, okay? Uh, if those who aren't familiar, the corporate sector is imagined, alright, they're a huge corp corporation, okay, mega corporation, and they own territory, and they have their own defined space. Kind of like the Hut, Huts, the Hut cartels and Hut space, same thing, the corporate sector authority has its own defined boundaries, 
okay, that you know they, they share with the empire, whatever other uh, you know territories in the region. Okay, they got their own military, police, fleets, what have you. Okay, and so that's one, uh, at least one known uh, organization that runs, all right, to that edge. Now, the same part of that galactic disk and the, some of the satellite galaxies in the outer areas were also mapped well enough. You know, however, there were some emissions of at least 37 systems that included Camino. Hmm, where have you heard that before? <laughs> From stellar charts that somehow were obviously stellar anomalies, okay, even when scanned from afar. Okay. Now, there's a large part of the galaxy, a large volume of the galaxy that's, you know, designated as the owner regions. Now, that, this whole region of space includes a lot of uncharted, you know, dense nebulae, clusters, galactic halos, all the astronomical stuff there. And according to statistics, you know, 15% of Star Wars Galaxy's stellar mass is estimated to be in the owner region. So if you think about it, that's quite a chunk of the galaxy that's not been explored, even though when you think about the, the Jedi, the Republic, the Empire, whether it's from the Sith, to Palpatine's empire, what have you, for 20,000 plus years, and this area still hasn't been explored. Okay. That's not to say that others haven't tried. Because during the early years of the Galactic Empire, you know, under Palpatine, there was a corporation that was specialized in colonization. They were called Anawa. They offered refuge to people by guiding them to the Ono regions where the corporation would administrate and police these newly discovered planets that their scouting teams had found and deemed safe for habitation. Now, the other regions also included what was called a unique section uh, of the disk, the, the galaxy itself, <laughs> the galactic west, so to speak, west, so to speak, of uh, Baccarat, Bill Bringy, and the Imperial Remnant. Now, this is obviously going forward into the future to the New Hope and beyond part of the timeline, but it's just, I'm just introducing this so you have more of a, a better understanding of how it's actual region, how big it is, how, what it encompasses. And essentially, there's a huge web of hyperspace anomalies in this entire section. It's called a tangle by navigators. Okay, And this is the big barrier, the big thing that stops the Republic or other, you know, other races, other people, other organizations interested in exploring we're going anywhere past that area, you know, past that one zone. But, as we know, if you play the game, there are important powers in this area, the other regions. Well, hold on, Lou. What's, what's going on with the Tangle? What's, what's that all about? Well, that, that's what it's called. Because if, if you look at a galactic map, especially the hyperspace shoots and, you know, on it, mm-hmm. okay, it looks like a big gigantic mess of lanes, you know, or, or, or a big mess of uh, stars, nebula that, you know, that nothing can get around, you know, there, there are no hyperspace lanes possible. Okay, they all end there, or for some reason they get so distorted that it's not safe. Okay. So think, think of it as a big giant mess on the map. Like you, see, you see nice orderly lanes, what have you, or, you know, Bible lanes, all of a sudden you get this one part of the you know, regions where it's just wow, what is that? It looks like blobs of, of, of paint or whatever or, or nothing that can go get around it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Didn't mean to slow you down. No, 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 no. <laughs> no but, that, you know, just in case, yeah, cause that could be confusing. Yeah, that's, 
That's a better visual image, actually. You know, it's just a big mess, big jumble out there on the star map that can't, you know, can't be discerned, can't get past. However, there are important, you know, powers in this area, such as the Chist Ascendancy. Hmm. <laughs> Have we seen them before, haven't we? <laughs> Other races like the Sea Ruvi, Imperium, the Vagari, the Killer Colony. Wow, Killix again. Oh, they're on. <clears throat> and what's known as the Empire of the Hand. It was also home to a lot of other species uh, that we see later on in the expanded universe, like the Croak, the Ibruki, and the Akari. But it's important to know that even though the unknown regions weren't really known to the rest of the galaxy, you know, they were cut off, so to speak, these species still interacted with one another, and they created their own installed culture separate from the Republic or the Empire for all these millennia. So think about it. You know, think about all these new alien races, all these civilizations that grew up not knowing of, not caring about what the heck the Republic or Empire were doing for all these, you know, 20,000 plus years. All right, really didn't know about them, really didn't care about them, with some few exceptions, like the Chiss. Okay. So you can imagine the culture shock eventually what happens if they, they do make contact someday. Now, what was known for certain, you know, is that the division between explored space and the unknown regions was precisely at the midline of the same hyperspace disturbance that surrounded the galaxy. Okay. But even though much of the unknown regions were, you know, there were regions, part of the unknown regions that were passable to determine travelers. Okay, so there were ways to get there. However, very difficult or just unknown, like, for example, to give an example of the Carillion traders that had been in contact with the Chiss for many years before their so-called rediscovery. Okay. Uh, the planet Ilum was reachable by four sensitive navigators. Okay. The Rakata homeworld of Lahan, you know, was also reached by a Republic Naval Task Force at the climax of the Jedi Civil War and was subsequently named a protected historical site by the Republic. Right now, we've all seen Ilum, you know, at uh, in Swart, you know, Star Wars: The Republic. When you get there, it's a source of the dailies. Okay, if we've all played, you know, Star Wars: Republic One, you know, Lahan towards the end, you know, it's the home of the Ricotta, You get there, all right? And the Chiss, come on, <laughs> they're everywhere. They're cool. <laughs> okay, we we see them in Star Wars: The Republic, working with the Empire. But again, we really don't see mention of them past that, not until you get to the novels of the Expanded Universe, okay, especially with the uh, Vision of the Future novels with Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade. Okay. But, you know, there were other frontier spaceports in the area, other spaceport worlds, so to speak, you know, that did have some way of getting to these unknown regions. Okay. Most notable of that was called, uh, the world was called Terminus. All right, now this space planet, spaceport world, you know, was widely known to be visited frequently by transports and traders from the owner regions, okay? So up until that point, think of it as the only, I guess, well-known hub that was viable for the Republic. Okay, because since the other, all of the routes were probably blocked off or lost or just people weren't, just weren't sharing it with the rest of the galaxy. All right, so that's the owner regions. In a nutshell, I mean, there's quite a lot out there. 
Um, I know they don't talk about it much, especially in terms of Star Wars The Republic. But I know if you are a fan of the Expanded Universe like I am, like everyone else, you know, you'll see a lot of that uh, come into play. Right, and it plays a vital role. Great. Well, Lou, this is this is really great. Uh, I really appreciate you know all of this all this information here. I mean, um, there, I mean there was a lot here, but I, I mean that's that's what I love about about the treatment that about the you know the lore gets with you. I mean, you really just you delve into it, and you know you pull out a lot of the a lot of the juicy bits of this information, and you kind of like. You know, whet everyone's appetite to explore on their own and and get uh, and get a little more information on their own. Yes, I hope it really does encourage people to visit a lot of the lore sites. You know, especially the, the Wikipedia. You know, or the Star Wars Wiki, all this stuff because it's, it's just so much out, out there. And you know, I only give people a really small taste of what's available, and I hope it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um- we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start closing out the show. Um, we got an email this week that I wanted to address, and uh, Fred, I would uh, like for you to uh, to lead us into it, please. Okay, this one is from Lord Damon, who writes, "Hey gang, I've been out of the Swotor loop for a wee bit, and I just started listening to the new Swotor Reforged today. Hey! Got about halfway through episode three. Seeing as I was." In the guild on the old server, I was wondering what you guys are up to on the Candra server. Is it Republic only on that one and Empire on another, or did you guys bring Betrayal to the new server? I'd love to join up with you all on Candorous, and if you guys are only Empire side on a different server, I'd like to know which. Miss playing with you guys. Wonderful show, especially since the new retool. Honestly, the best host you could ask for in one podcast, and when you add Dave to the show, it just gets better. What? (laughs) (laughs) I love the way you guys are so laid back and joke around all the time. Makes it feel more real somehow. Please, please, please keep it up. You guys rock. Thanks for the ongoing excellence. Your faithful listener, Lord Damon. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for reaching out to us, Damon. Um, yes, we, we miss playing Swotor with you as well. Um, you can find us on Candorous Ordo at the Grievance Guild. Okay? And um, what you should do is, all right, apply apply to the apply to the guild. All right? You can go to GrievanceGuild.com, G-R-I-E-V-A-N-C-E, GrievanceGuild.com, and there... Their uh, Republic side tour guild is found on on Candorous Ordo. However, they do have an Empire side as well, and that is on the Shadowlands. Okay. Um, also, I should let you know that on Dalbora is their Oceanic server for the Empire as well. So you've got a couple of different ways that you can join Grievance Guild for, for Tor. Um, but uh, bear in mind, you're not just joining a, a Tor guild. You're joining a gaming community. They've got guilds. Uh, well, the Grievance Guild is also set up in Guild Wars 2, The Secret World, EverQuest, um, Terra, Minecraft. They have a Minecraft server for kids. And uh, it's just the the list is uh, there. Planetside 2 is, is eventually coming up for them as well. Um, I mean, just... 
you know, I know the the QGN guys, us, we're we're making our own Planet Side Two Guild eventually when that game finally comes out. So I mean, it's uh, Grievance Guild is is a great is a great gaming community. It's been a great guild. I had a lot of fun with the with these guys and um, definitely recommend it. Lord Damon, come hang out with us. Grievance Guild, Candor Sordo. That's where you can find us. Um, also, like I mentioned before, they can uh, they can also be found on the Empire side at Shadowlands. All right, um, that seems to be it. Okay, from Facebook, we have a message from Dan K. He says, thanks for the continued positive attitude. Great to hear for a change, and that's why you have the best podcast. Thanks a lot, Dan. Um, this was... <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. That, that means a lot to us. Yeah, it does. Um, I would, I, you know, I want to, I want to say that, you know, a lot of, a lot of the information that that does, a lot of the press releases that comes out for for this game, tend to be, um, a lot of people just get very negative about it. Okay, it's difficult sometimes to to absorb that information, hear what everyone is saying, and then say, you know is this really something we should be, you know, negative over? And is, is this in fact negative? I mean, where, where, where's the silver lining here? So, I mean, you're welcome is, is basically what I'm trying to get to. Um, when you say thank you for the continued positive attitude, look, we love this game. We adore it. This is, this is our MMO. We're always going to be positive about it because we, we love it. We adore it. And, um, you know, if something bad comes out, we'll weather the storm just, just like, just like anyone else, you know? It's a long-standing game, and we're long-standing players, and this is a long-standing podcast. So we'll weather the storm. So I well, appreciate I appreciate your comments, Dan. We only have one more quarter to get through where we're going to have to hear the subscription numbers in a range. But after that, we're going to be hearing the stories about SOTOR revenue doubles, triples, quadruples, thanks to free-to-play model. <laughs> like it always happens with all the games after with all the other games yeah. Uh, yeah we're gonna have something good to talk about after that i know i know i'm just looking forward to that looking forward to it fred and jason O from america thank you for your five star review on itunes you're amazing thank you so much uh let's see this is kind of out of order. I've noticed the the final thoughts thing, and then and then the, the the QGN news at the bottom. Why don't we do the QGN news first, Fred? Why don't we do that okay. first? For QGN news, Minecraft off the record records Sunday nights at seven p.m. Planetside off the record records Thursday afternoons at three p.m. And it is bi-weekly until the game launches. There was a show last week. There will be no show this week. Outer Scrolls off the record records Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Diablo off the record records Friday nights at 6 p.m. All times are Eastern Standard Time. That's right. And don't forget about our community cast either. Um, Fred, wait, we got a community cast coming up uh, this week, right? This Friday? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It is tentatively scheduled for Friday night at 8 p.m. And okay. Lou is going to be our guest on there. The lore master himself, Louis Solan, is going to be the guest. On the community yes. cast? Send us questions that you would like for us to ask Lou. They do not have to be Star Wars related. Send those to QGNcommunity at gmail.com. Awesome. Yes, and if you ask for questions about the meaning of life, I will refer to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's 42. <laughs> 42. <laughs> wow. 
Well put. <laughs> yes, that's right. The old Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. More controversial than God's Mistake, Where God Went Wrong. <laughs> Some more of God's Mistakes, the second book. And Who Is This God Person Anyway, the third book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Lou, go ahead. Well, it's been an exciting week. A little myth that I missed it. Well, you know, I was doing other real st- life stuff, but I can't wait to get back into the game. And I am going to start scoping out and stalking Narshada to see what's going on for the live event. I <laughs> can't wait for it to kick oh, off. Because, yeah. damn it, this time I get to be here for it. <laughs> because I don't remember you guys uh, from last time. I missed it because of... What I did this past weekend, I missed it that entire weekend. Yeah, you go away for a weekend, and it's like <laughs> the Rackle event happens, Maluka makes an appearance, and you're just gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's against me. Oh, my God, these events are conspiring against me. <laughs> but this time, I get to be here. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Fred, Fred, your final thoughts, please. Well, for my final thought, I would like to remind our listeners what I mentioned last week about our esteemed producer, Joe the Widget Wilson, has his book, Continua, mm-hmm. which was currently only available in ebook format that he is trying to get into paperback form. So if you, if you could, please, you can, I made it easy for you to get the link. Head on over to questgamingcommunity.com, click on our general forum. And there is a sticky thread there entitled Kickstarter link for Continua, which will take you right to Joe's Kickstarter page. And if you can spare the funds, please donate anything that you can to help him reach his goal, because this is really a dream of his to get his book into print form, and he he really deserves it. Yeah, guys, whatever you can pledge, you know, it'll it'll just help out so much. Um, please, please do so. Please do so. Uh, my final thought. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Thanks for joining us and and reminding reminding all of us what it's like to experience this game through through fresh eyes. And uh, I really appreciate your perspective. I knew, no matter what you were going to get on here and say, I knew it was just going to be golden. And uh, and you absolutely have have proven us one hundred percent correct. So thank you very much for for coming on, being our guest, and you were an excellent guest. No, um, give us no. a good final thought, Evarwin. Right. <laughs> Give us a once again. Fred opens up his mouth and then says something, and now I'm staggering because I can't understand. I can't like you know say something back. Performance anxiety. (laughs) I got nothing, dude. I got nothing. You always like you say something, and I'm just like I got nothing for this. (laughs) You're really good at that. So well together. You you disarm me like like you wouldn't believe. I, I. I don't know. I just can't. It's that that force choke. You just never see it coming. Pretty much. Pretty much. No, I see it coming like a Mack truck (laughs) onto a bicycle list. I see it coming, but it just hits me. It's like slow motion. It's like horribly disarming comment that I've got no retort for. (laughs) Give us an in-game final thought. Um, I am super excited about this new event coming. I had a lot of fun with the Rockwell event, and I'm really looking forward to this. I wish they would have released a little more information on that video, but, I mean, it is a teaser, and I think we all kind of got the idea. So it did its job, and, and I'm, I'm happy for that. I just, I'm just so excited. Like, I want more information. Like, I want to I do this, and, and I have to wait. 
and uh, I can't wait to to learn more about those uh, those uh, dailies that I have in store for me. I'm really interested in, in Endgame. I got a little taste of it this weekend playing Tor, and uh, I'm really excited about about getting new gear with those with those uh, commendations and and all that. So. I can't wait to get that stuff. So, Evarwin, do you think that that hover dump truck with the hut in the back is going to be in the cash shop or it's going to be part of the world event? I think it's going to be in the world event, and then it'll be released in a cash shop because everyone's going to want it with the party Jawa. The par- By the way, the party Jawa, I just want to say, it, it that's definitely going to be in the game. They, they can't not put that in the game. <laughs> I pardon think my, that they're my all going to be there. I think the other two that don't win are probably going to end up in the cash shop. Right, but I think the party jaw is going to win. Oh yeah, party jaw for the win. Come on, party Jawa. Swiltor Reforged is rooting for the party Jawa. <laughs> damn it, <laughs> party Jawa, party Jawa. <laughs> I, I just want to see the, the hover dump truck with the hut, and I want to see an alternate option for the Jedi Knight story where you can dump that hut onto Master Orgus. Oh, awesome. oh wow, that's what I'm looking for. What do you think the party Jawa is going to be like? Do you think it's going to be like some little Jawa that just like whips out glow sticks and there's like house music playing in the background? It's like, there's a little disco ball pops over his head. (laughs) It's going to be like playing Swotor with Dan. Oh, (laughs) God. All right. How to reach us. (laughs) You can reach us at SwotorReforged.com. You can go to our portal site at questgamingnetwork.com. You can check out our forums and please register there at questgamingcommunity.com. You can get interaction from all of our hosts there, so it would suit you well to participate there. You can email us at swotorreforged at gmail.com. Twitter, our show is available at swotorreforged. Evarwin is available at Evarwin. And remember that hashtag Evarwinny. <laughs> Lou is available at GamerGuy11B. I am available at Sith Lord Gorb. That's K O R V. We have a presence on Facebook as well. You can go right to our website and click the Facebook button to like our podcast and join our group. We do update that regularly. And of course, Swotor Reforged is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Good night, everyone. All right, Lou, you're goodbye. It's over. But not for <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for all being here tonight, chat room. Thank you for spending time with us. Hope to see you all again next week. Fred. Good night again. <laughs> good night again. Yes, indeed. Good night again. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Thank you for listening to Swole Tour Reforged for choosing our podcast as either your tour show or one of the many that you like to listen to during the week. Take care, everyone. Be safe and have a good evening. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Always.